You're listening to The Purpose Podcast, where our goal is to help you grow through inspirational stories from amazing people who live and work all around the world. Hello, welcome to The Purpose Podcast. My name is Andrew Gay, and I have hijacked your podcast today. (laughs) Today, we will be interviewing our regular host, my dad, Brian Gay. Hey, Dad. Hey, How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. Well, good. I'm glad to hear that. All right, let's get straight into it. All right. What can you share with us about where you serve, where I have served? Okay. Well, right now, I am serving as the Minister of Missions at First Baptist Church in Montgomery, Alabama. Is that a thing? It's a thing. It really is. Yeah. So um, that's where I serve now. And what does the Minister of Missions do? That is a great question. I think a lot of people are probably wondering that right now. Um, I help to manage the missions ministry at the church, which means basically my responsibility is everything outside of Montgomery. So I'm responsible for the whole world, uh, almost 7 billion people that we are trying to get and reach. And um, basically it's just the idea of getting our church mobilized to be able to go tell people about Jesus uh, in whatever context they're in from across the street to around the world. All right, Minister of Missions, there must be a pretty interesting backstory behind that. So where did you grow up? <laughs> You've listened to my podcast at least once, haven't you? Um, so I actually grew up uh, in Mexico most of my life. I moved there when I was almost three and lived there till I was about 17, I think. And then we moved down to Ecuador and lived for about a year in Quito, Ecuador. And that's what I called home when I came home to go to college, um, went to um, college in Arkansas and then later in here in Alabama. And so whenever I would go back to visit my parents, like at Christmas break or summer break, I would go back to Quito, Ecuador. And that was where um, they were after that for a little while. Okay. And what did you do before you became the minister of missions? (laughs) Um, So I actually used to work in an insurance company. Uh, I was a supervisor for a call center at an insurance company and a claims call center. And so I did that. So we got to be on the phones and I got to listen to people, but learned a lot about management and working with people and talking to people. Um, And that was a lot of fun. I was also a youth minister um, at a church in Birmingham for a little while and helped start, actually started off that job as a worship leader uh, for the youth ministry, and that eventually grew into having responsibility over the entire youth ministry for a little while. All right, just out of curiosity, at this insurance gig, how many prank calls did you get while working there? <laughs> None that I can remember. I don't think I ever got a prank call. All right, what made you decide to serve? That is, that, you know, that's a really good question. Um, When I was um, living in Birmingham and I was working, actually I was doing both jobs at the same time. I was both a youth minister and I was also working at the insurance company at the same time uh, because the youth minister position was quote unquote part-time, meaning that I had part-time pay and full-time hours uh, working with them. And so the insurance company paid the, 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 the bills really. And I had an opportunity. I was approached to... Uh, go work at another company. Uh, I was uh, approached by a a headhunter, which is a recruiter that is out uh, looking for people for a specific role. And so um, they contacted me through a friend and ended up going to lunch with the recruiter. Later on, uh, they invited me to go to Atlanta to interview at this insurance company over there. And they were looking for somebody specifically who could speak Spanish. That was one of the main things that they needed was somebody to help with them in their Spanish department. And um, so 
I actually interviewed all the way up with the CEO of that company and was being interviewed for a position uh, which would have been like an AVP or something like that, a pretty high, pretty high position in the company. And I was only 25 or so at the time. So this was, you know, a big leap for me and um, was considering that, you know, it was going to be much higher pay. Uh, stock options in this young company, things like that. And um, it was it was really tempting, but I kind of realized that I was at a fork in the road. I could either pursue that or I could pursue ministry. And, um, and I, I realized that I kind of wasn't going to be able to do both. I was either going to have to, or at least not do both well. So I was either going to go really well into the, the insurance world and the corporate world and work uh, really hard in that, maybe be a deacon of the church or something like that, but not be able to be a full-time minister, or I was going to pass on that opportunity and go become a full-time minister. And so I spent a lot of time just praying and thinking, talking to people, trying to figure out exactly which path I should take. And at the at the end of it, the road, I really felt like God was steering me to become a full-time minister and uh, to work with people, to, to share his love for people around the world. And so actually called the CEO back and I passed on that opportunity and he was very encouraging. He said, man, you know, we were, we were definitely considering you thought you would be a great fit here, but uh, so excited that you feel like you've, you've, you're following your passion and, and I think you're going to do great things. So that's kind of what got me started on the road to full-time ministry. And it was probably about a year later that, uh, uh, Harold Hancock ended up making contact with me and saying, Hey, would you come down and start visiting with us and talking with us about becoming the minister of missions at our church? Okay. So what are you hoping to achieve for the global mission celebration? Ah, you know, I, I, we, we kind of have three, three things, you know, we've created, uh, an acronym, um, which tracks with the global mission celebration. And that is to grow, motivate and connect. So, you know, from the grow perspective, we're hoping that our church, our congregation will grow specifically in the area of missions, um, that you, you know, that the, the, you'll have a chance to learn more about missions, learn more about what God's doing around the world and be able to grow spiritually and grow in your understanding of what God's purpose is for you around the world. Um, also, we um, kind of use that also to talk about just growing and encouraging the missionaries. So we're hoping that this event will basically be an opportunity for the missionaries to to be encouraged and to be um, just motivated through what they're hearing from from the speakers, but also from each other, and of course through through the fellowship that they're going to have with our congregation as well. So let's grow. The M stands for uh, motivate. So we want to motivate our members to be more on mission with God throughout the world. And for some people, that's just going to mean getting more involved with prayer. Uh, for others, it's going to mean maybe giving more of you know, uh, their time and also of their resources. Um, but for many, we're hoping that uh, this will be a call to go, to physically go on a mission trip, whether it's a one-time mission trip uh, somewhere around the world, or to be able to go on maybe a full-time ministry and just be able to give their lives to vocational ministry and missions around the world. And then the C stands for connect. So we want to connect both missionaries to each other and also missionaries to our congregation and to be able to build those relationships that will last hopefully for many years beyond just the global mission celebration event. And what has been your biggest challenge in all this? <laughs> the biggest challenge in having the global mission celebration? 
Yes. Uh, you know, I, th- I think one of the biggest challenges for us right now is just uh, getting the word out. Um, you know, so that's why we create this podcast. That's why we're having it. So I hope that people are listening and sharing it. Uh, if you're listening right now, uh, you might just go online to your favorite social media, to Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. I don't know whatever you're doing out there right now, and just share the event. You know, uh, let people know about the Global Mission Celebration. Uh, I think also specifically letting people know about the Pursue event, which happens as part of the Global Mission Celebration, but that happens on Friday and Saturday. And um, that to me is kind of like one of the little secrets of the Global Mission Celebration. I think that um, it, in a way it's the meat of the conference because that's when we have s- some really key guest speakers. We're gonna have uh, Paul Chitwood and we also have Jane Catherine Wolf speaking. But also, more importantly, we're gonna have all these breakout sessions where the missionaries get to share with you about you know, their work around the world. Now, they will be sharing with uh, specific Sunday school classes, like on Thursday night during a fellowship and then on Sunday morning during your Sunday school class or Bible fellowship class, but that's just one class. If you come to the Pursue event, you get to go to multiple different breakouts where they're really getting targeted and speaking about things that they're um, very well known for and, and um, that they have the ability to to really speak into. So, that could be things like spiritual warfare, like how to get into spiritual warfare. And it could also be things like uh, how to reach out to certain people groups. You know, how do you how do you witness to Muslims? How do you be a good neighbor? Um, there's all kinds of different breakout sessions that we're going to have. And people have an opportunity to come and grow and learn from uh, from these missionaries, these experts. So I hope that people will take advantage. But again, you know, one of our biggest challenges has just been getting the word out, letting people know that that is something that's going on and that they need to sign up and come. And I really hope that by February 19th, 2020, that uh, many people will know to come and that we'll just fill up every single event to the brim. Okay, what prayer needs do you have? I would like you all to pray for my son Andrew, (laughs) who is not laughing right now because I'm talking about him. Uh, No, but seriously, I think, you know, always pray for my family uh, is a great thing. Right, Andrew? You like prayer? Prayer is a good thing. So much prayer. So much prayer. But I'll definitely pray for my family. the, this becomes a very busy time, and uh, it's a lot of fun. But but you know it's it's a busy time leading up to during and after the global mission celebration. But uh, I'll, I'll also just pray for these missionaries that are coming. Um, this is uh, obviously uh, a challenge for for them during many parts of the what they're working around the world. And so I'd say just pray for the missionaries and pray for our committee. Uh, there are dozens and dozens and even hundreds of people that get involved in this event. Many of y'all, hopefully, who are listening are going to be involved. So um, just pray for all those that are going to be involved, and that would be great. And what are some lessons you've learned along the way? Um, lessons I've learned along the way. Um, I've learned that uh, a lot about working with people and that working with people is one of the keys and um, that uh, sometimes it's important just to slow down and pay attention to what other people's problems are and um, that this is a a wonderful opportunity for them to, um, for you to minister to them. So as I am going about my day and being busy and there's certainly lots of emails and spreadsheets and things that have to be done but need to pause and take a moment to spend time with people. All right, and finally, the most important part of the episode. What is your purpose? (laughs) 
What is my purpose? That is a great question, Andrew. Well, I would say that my purpose is just to glorify God uh, through everything that I do, um, whether it is um, working here at the church or uh, going on a mission trip around the world and leading people to do that or meeting with church planners or being at home, um, spending time with you guys at home. Uh, my, my purpose is to glorify God throughout that. All right. Well, that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening, and you better show up next time, too. <laughs> Thank you so much, Andrew. It was great to be interviewed by you, son. Thank you.